All right, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It is LJ Talks Facts right here. Gonna spit some facts like always. You know, very sad thing did happen, though, a couple hours ago. My New York Islanders got swept and eliminated by the Carolina Hurricanes. And believe me, I'm very hurt right now. I'm extremely hurt. You know, I'm in a lot of pain right now. I feel like I almost want to, you know, burst into tears right now because, you know, this team had a magical season. It was a magical season for this team. And it sucks to see it end like this. You know, after sweeping the Pittsburgh Penguins in round one, you know, I had a lot of hope right here for round two. You know, it was something. You know, I had a lot of expectations around, too. I know some people talk about the 10-day layoff because, you know, if the Islanders were Pittsburgh, you know, 10 days later, they played round two. I can understand that. The Islanders could have been tired. I mean, not sorry, not tired, not tired. My bad. They could have been rusty. That's the word. I was like, we're not tired. I'm, just, I'm sorry about that. I meant to say rusty. They could have been rusty. Didn't really show, to be honest, that they had rust. Maybe like a little bit in game one, but then they kind of wore off. And everyone's blaming Barclays Center and everything. I mean, but the Carolina Hurricanes were in that same arena, too, and they won back-to-back games. So what's their excuse? They don't have one because they won game one and game two. Of course, us Islander fans have excuses over Barclays. To me, I didn't have any excuse over Barclays Center. You just have to say, fuck it. This is our arena right now. That's what we had to say. Be like, all right, listen, we got to suck it up. Can't complain. But, you know, it's whatever, to be honest. It does hurt, but at least, this, at least you know, these young guys on our team, you know, guys like Barzell, guys like Beauvillier, guys like Eberly, guys like Lee, guys like Nelson, guys like Leonard. You know, at least these guys got a good taste of the playoffs, even though some of these guys have had a good taste of the playoffs. You know what I mean? But it's good to get that, you know, experience in there for some of these guys that haven't been to the playoffs in their careers. Um, especially Michael Dow Cole. Well, he just played one game, and that was game four, so against Carolina. So, so you know what I mean there. Also, for guys like, you know, Tabes and Pellick and Pollock on the defense, because, you know, Letty Hickey and... um. Scotty had been, you know, Scotty. Well, actually, no, Scotty Mayfield was in the playoffs. Actually, no, I think he was. I think Mayfield was in the playoffs last one, 14, 15 season. But whatever, still experience for him too, you know. You know what I mean. I'm just trying to say it's good for these young guys to get a taste in the playoffs. That's exactly what I was saying with the Brooklyn Nets. You know, it's good for those guys to get a taste in the playoffs. But still, you know, I really feel like I want to cry right now. I'm so fucking, I'm so... I'm so upset. Like, oh my goodness. You know, this is a team that wasn't supposed to be here. This team didn't really have much expectations going into the season. Even with Lou Lamarillo as GM and Barry Trotz as head coach. I still didn't have any expectations, to be honest. I expect, or maybe I expected us to finish like in eighth place. Like last, in, not, sorry, not last. Like uh, the last playoff team in the Eastern Conference. It's like meaning we would have faced Tampa. That would have been a shit show. Who knows? But, you know, very good season. 
Love what I saw from these young guys. Or from these... Okay, I don't know why, he, I, don't know why I said young guys. From these guys. <laughs> I kept on thinking... I, I got the still... I still got that playoff thing on my mind. About the young guys getting experience. But uh, these guys had a really good season. You know, they proved a lot of people wrong. You know, that was something. You know, from the first game of the season, when they won an overtime in Carolina, you know, I kind of felt a little bit of something. Even though they really didn't play that great that game to start off the season, you had to kind of feel it. And then, you know, the game after their home opener, you know, Robin Leonard started and he got a shutout. And he was the first Islander to ever get a shutout in his debut as an Islander. And it was crazy. You know, you could feel something special was brewing right here. You know, it took a little while for these guys to adjust. Cause, you know, October was kind of shaky. You know, November, uh, well, late, well, late October to early November, they were hot. And they kind of were shaky a little bit in November. You know, they really didn't find it until, like, you know, from going to December to, like, they had a really good stretch from mid-December to mid-February. Like, that was an awesome stretch. And the best month was January. Like, January was the best month for the Islanders this season. That was awesome. You know what I mean? Like, that was special. You know, some season was crazy. But then, you know, like, uh, I guess you could say, like, after the trade deadline, they kind of were on and off. And everyone was complaining, like, oh, we stood pat and everything. We didn't go after anyone. You know, like a Mark Stone or a Wayne Simmons or Panarin or Matt Duchesne. You know, any of those type of guys. Or like a Mike Hoffman, you know, blah, 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 and so on. You know, I mean, yeah, I believe the Islanders probably still should have went after somebody. But still, they made the playoffs. They had home advantage back-to-back rounds. Which, I don't know when's the last time they had home advantage back-to-back rounds. Probably since, like, the 80s or 90s. Been a long time, back to back rounds even to get home advantage. And say if the Islanders would have beaten Carolina in the third round, they played Columbus, they would have home advantage again. But I mean, yeah, I mean, still Boston and everything. Who knows? Well, just who knows? That didn't happen. The Islanders got swept. But you know, but that series against Pittsburgh was crazy. That was something. You know, I was like, wow. Even though you could say, oh, it's the first round and everything, blah, blah, blah. Still sweeping one of the greatest teams, or one of the greatest dynasties, you could say, like with Crosby, Malkin, Kessel, Latang, all those type of guys in there in Pittsburgh. It's special. Like, it's seriously special. It really is. I'm just I'm so upset. I really am. I haven't been this upset in like a long time with the Islanders. Jesus Christ. You could you should see me right now, I'm getting so emotional. Oh my god. Freaking eyes are gonna be red after this video. Or after this episode, not video, after this episode. Oh man. But you know, like I said, after they swept Pittsburgh and everything, it felt like it felt good because everyone was saying the Pittsburgh Penguins were going to destroy us. They were going to beat us in five. Or even they were going to sweep us, blah, blah, blah. But we said, all right, we're going to sweep them. And we did. 
But, you know, I would say the Islanders losing Johnny Boychuk was actually a big piece in this series. I'm not going to say it's the reason why they lost because that's not true. It's not the reason why they lost, you know. But I'm just talking about, like, Thomas Hickey taking over Boychuk's spot because of Boychuk's injury. Thomas Hickey is trash. I'm sorry to say, I don't know why the Islanders re-signed him. I really don't know what they saw in Thomas Hickey. And now we're stuck with him for three more years after the season. It's like we're like, it's like we're stuck. <laughs> what are we going to do now? Because now you know your defense going into next season. Obviously, Letty's going to be there. Letty kind of stepped up a little bit. He kind of started off slow, but he had his games. You know, he still got good speed. He could still play. He's a good player. You know, you still have Boychuk, who's a good veteran. Uh, He's still a veteran. He's still a good veteran player. You know, even though he's getting old. He's getting old, but he's still good. And let's see, you'll have Pelic, you know, who um, a lot of people don't like, including me, to be honest. Like, Pelic. Pelic really stepped up, though, to be honest. From March to the playoffs, he really played good at him, Pelic. He really stepped up. Playing a lot better. Love what I saw. I think he scored a couple goals in March. You know, he was playing really good. Love what I saw. So let's hope he does good next season. And, you know, Ryan Pollock, who's an absolute stud. You know, gotta shoot the puck more. You know, he's got that big shot right there and everything. You know, he's a good player. And, you know, you got Scotty Mayfield. You know, he's a really good, really good defenseman. I feel like he needs to shoot the puck a little more, too, to be honest. You know, just get the shot on net. The only reason why I said about Pollock is, you know, sometimes he hesitates. You know, sometimes you just gotta shoot it. Just let it go. And Devon Tabes, let me tell you something. Devon Tabes has been an amazing story for the New York Islanders. Definitely one of the best stories this season. Because <laughs> when Thomas Hickey went down back in December and the Islanders called up Tabes, he took his team by. He, he really took control. Like, this kid was unhinged. Like, phenomenal. I was like, oh my God, this guy's really good. I was shocked at how good he was, or how good he is, to be honest. I'm like, wow. Like, this kid's something. You know, I remember last year, a lot of us wanted him to get called up, but he got hurt. So, this is his chance, and he took it. He took he took the spot right there. I don't even think he missed any games when he got called up. That's something. But that's all the defensive part right there. But, you know, I'm just, like, so upset, though, to be honest. But, you know, maybe I shouldn't be all that upset. Like, I'll, I'll get over it tomorrow. I'll be okay. I'll wake up and be like, all right, listen, it happened for a reason, to be honest. You know what I mean? We just weren't the better team. I could say we were in game one and game two, but the rest of the way we weren't. You know, I wish it was actually two to two the series. Just so you know, I wouldn't be make, I wouldn't be doing this episode right now. I'd be like, all right, it's two to two, but uh, what are you gonna do? Oh yeah, yeah. But um, you know, this season, like I said, was a magical season. Like back on July first of last year, when uh, John Tavares signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know. It almost felt like everyone in our fan base, like everyone's, you know, heart shattered and everything, including mine. 
I'm not complaining about it right now. And listen, if you're hearing this, you hear me sniffling. I'm not crying about that. I'm crying about the team and also my allergies bother me. So screw off with that. You know, we got farther than that piece of shit in the playoffs. So just leave it at that. Don't act like you don't get emotional over your team. Because if you say that you don't, you're a fucking liar. Let's just leave it at that. Don't be a fucking liar. Tell the truth. <sighs> but like I said, you know, when he decided to sign with the Maple Leafs and everything, you know, it hurt. You know, you lose your franchise player. It hurts, but you got to shake it off. You know, his team made some, you know, you could say they made some pretty questionable signings before the season started. Or in July, you know, they signed Leo Komarov, to be honest. Komarov has been our worst signing. I'm sorry to say, I'm very sorry to say, I know I know some people are out there that are Islander fans, like Leo Komarov, they call him Uncle Leo. I call him Uncle Leo as well. But I'm sorry, he fucks us, he fucks us over so many times, Komarov. He gets penalty after penalty. That's where he takes penalties at the worst time. Well, it's never a good time to take penalties, but still, you get my point. Especially tonight in game four when the Islanders went up one nothing right away. And then he took and then like two minutes later he takes a penalty and then Carolina scores. And people are blaming Pellet because I don't know if Pellet put it in the net because I really I looked at the replay, I couldn't really tell. Because I wasn't really looking. But come on. You know, Kyle has been on worse side, I'm sorry to say. And we have him for three more years, so we're stuck with him. Unless they trade him, but they won't. You know, they signed Valtteri Philpola to a one-year deal, so he's a free agent. You know, he was a good signing. You know, it was very questionable, to be honest, because just looking at his stats, I was like, oh, this guy's not really that great, to be honest. He hasn't been that good in a long time. But he really stepped up. Another way I saw him. I think he had a career high in goals since, like, 13-14 season. You know, it's been a long time for him. You know, he really stepped up. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, let's see, they, they did sign Tom Kunuckle to a one-year deal. And to be honest, a lot of people didn't like Tom Kunuckle this season, to be honest. I feel like everyone just needs, like, they try to find someone else to blame. Like, they need someone to blame. But Kunuckle wasn't that bad, to be honest, for us. Like, come on, he wasn't that bad. I just don't get why people didn't like him too much. Um, and of course, signing my man Robin Lena. Oh man, to be honest, I feel like all of us were probably questioning it when the Islanders signed Robin Lena, because you know you look at his stats and everything, you know they weren't that good, so you had to think, all right, Islanders taking a chance on him, and thank God they did, because Robin Lena was some story this year for the New York Islanders, some story. Just absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Like, this guy lives and dies with every loss. Every every win and loss. Like, he lives and dies by it. That's a hockey player right there. That's an athlete for you. That's my goaltender. Him and Grice. That's my goaltenders. Because Grice really stepped up, too, this year. You know, after he had kind of struggled all last year, he really stepped up. But Leonard really did. You know, like I said, it was very, like, questionable, to be honest, because who know nobody knew, like, how he was going to be. Not even me, to be honest. I was kind of, like, half and half. Like, all right, you know, listen. 
he's gonna be, you know, he's a big guy in net. Let's just see how he does. And he really stepped up. He really stepped up. And I hope he wins the Vesna. I know he's a Vesna finalist. I really hope he wins it. I think it's like him, Bishop, and Vasilevsky. You know, personally, my gut feeling says it's going to be Bishop. But I really hope it's Leonard. Like, I just pray that it's him. And, you know, um, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, if it was like Leonard, Grice, and like Bishop or Vasilevsky, then it'd be like, oh, damn. Then I don't know. I'd be happy with them one with um I'd be happy with either one then. But I really hope Robin wins. Like that'd be good for him. Oh man. And then also getting Matty Martin back when, you know, we traded for him. We got him back, you know. Oh man, I was so happy when we traded back for Matty Martin. You don't know how hype I was, you know, I was looking at the Islands website then one like uh, one day in July. And just seeing that we got Manny Martin back, I was so hype. And a lot of fans were hype that we got him back. A lot of us Island fans were hype, which I loved. You know, Manny Martin's a, you know, he's a big favorite. I love Manny Martin. I hated seeing him go in the first place. I know he's a free agent after next season, so please don't let him walk. Like, please don't don't let Manny Martin walk. But, you know... Getting to free agency. Let's talk about free agency this season coming up. The Islanders have a lot of free agents. You got Brock Nelson, Anders Lee, Jordan Eberle, Robin Leonard, Tom Kunakel, and Valtteri Filppula. Personally, this is how I would do it. This is how I would do it. Resign Leonard, obviously. Resign Brock Nelson. Resign Anders Lee. Resign Tom Kunuckle. Um, I think Jordan Eberle's gonna. I think he's gonna walk anyway because I think he's gonna ask for the most money. So I think he's gonna walk. And I, to be honest, I would let Eberle walk. I know that sounds very. I said I know it sounds crazy. But I would sign Breadman, and Terry Panarin, for those that don't know, I would sign Panarin. Get him in there. And with Philpola, I would let him walk, but then it's like, oh, well, you just... Now you have an open spot at center. Why not Duchesne? Eh, he's going to be a lot of money, Duchesne. He's not worth it, though. I'm sorry to say. So what I would do... What I would do is have Tanner Fritz and that kid... Uh, what's his name? Otto. I, I can't say his last name. Kovia, I think is his last name. Otto Kovia. Otto K, let's just say Otto K, because I don't want to be wrong. I would have Fritz and Otto K battle for that third third line center spot. That's what I would do. And I'm a big fan of Tanner Fritz, and I like this kid Otto K as well. So obviously Fritz has the NHL experience. Ugh, excuse me. So that's what I would do. You know, you can get Kunako for cheap. You can get him for cheap. And personally, the line should look like this next season. Let's see how I would do it. I'm trying to think how I would do it. Okay. I think I got it. I think I got it. Let's see if I got it. Which I'm pretty sure I do. Lee Nelson Bailey. 
Um, actually, do I got it? I have to think about that real quick. Do I really got it? Uh, let's see, let's see. Hold on, gotta think, gotta think, gotta think, gotta think. Uh, okay, okay, now I got it. Lee Nelson Bailey, Beauvillier, Barzell, Panarin. Um, Kunakel, Fritz or Otto K, and Komarov. And Manny Martin, Zizekas Clutterbuck. And with defense, Letty Boychuk, Pelik Polak, Tapes, and Mayfield. And obviously, let him be the goaltender. That's how I would do it with free agency coming up. Resign Leonard, resign Nelson, resign Lee, resign Kunakel. I would let Philpola and Everly walk. But you get, you get Antari Panarin. And you have Fritz and Otto K battle for that third line uh center spot. That's big. And you just think of that like the way the lines are. They're not bad, to be honest. But we'll see what happens. And you know when the trade deadline would come down, would the islands make a move? It depends where they are. I mean they were in good shape to go after someone during the trade deadline. You know, they definitely should have been buyers, not sellers. Well, they didn't trade anybody, but they definitely, in that position, should have been buyers. But it's forever. They still made the playoffs. You know, it sucks that, you know, we lost to Carolina. It sucks that we got swept, even. You know, it really does suck. But what are you going to do? Shake it off. Get ready for next season. You know, with Barry Trotz and Lamarillo in charge, and Lou and Barry we trust. You know, Barry Trotz's first year with with the Washington Capitals, he didn't win a Stanley Cup. It took a few seasons. Lou Lamarillo in his first season with the Devils didn't win a Stanley Cup. It took a couple seasons. So, you, know, you can't expect the championship to happen right away. I think it'll definitely happen soon, but it won't happen right away. You know, I see all the, these Leaf fans, like, laughing at the Islanders now. I'm like, come on. Seriously? Talking about, oh, it seems like you needed Tavares. I'd be like, well, you had him. You have him, and you got eliminated in the first round to the Bruins. And I'm, not trying to make, I'm not trying to make the Bruins... I'm not trying to seem... I'm not trying to make the Bruins sound like they're nothing, because the Bruins are a really good hockey team, obviously. Like, no shit, Sherlock. But I'm just saying, you know, you have him and you got eliminated in the first round. Just being honest, like, how can Leaf fans even talk? Same with Ranger fans. How are Ranger fans talking? They didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, but, oh, wait, wait. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. The Rangers are rebuilding. They're rebuilding. Okay, okay. Nice way of saying you suck. I'm just saying. If a person says they're rebuilding, like their team's rebuilding... Or we're tanking. Your team just sucks. Like, so you're proud of your team losing? Like, what if that draft pick you wind up getting to bust? I know the Rangers aren't going to get the first overall pick. They were very close. Like, who's got the first overall pick this year? I need to check because I know the Rangers have the second overall pick. I do need to check because I don't want to be wrong. I don't know if it's... It's not the Avalanche, right? Because don't they have the Ottawa Senators pick? I definitely could be wrong. Let me... Uh, take a look real quick. Let's see. Hold on. 
Let me go to the mock draft real quick. I'm sorry, guys. I think it's the Devils, right? The Devils are the first overall pick? Okay, yeah, they do. My bad, my bad. Yeah, it's the Devils. All right, so you have to think. What if the Devils... Let's see, well, they got the guy Nico Heeshear, who's actually a pretty good player. So what if, like, Jack Hughes, who they'll most likely get, what if he turns out to be a bust? Like, seriously, what if he becomes a bust and he does nothing? It's a different game. It's a different game. That's all I'm going to say. So I'll say about that. It's a different game than college. But getting back to the islands everything, this was a crazy ride of a season. I definitely would say this like was more of a crazy ride for me, to be honest, than the 15-16 season, because that season was pretty good, and that was their first year at Barclays, officially at Barclays. You know, that was something, to be honest, that was a really good season. You know, I've seen, I've experienced some pretty good seasons as an Islanders fan. You know, I don't remember the 06-07 playoffs, or that season, to be honest. Like, I really didn't start watching the Islanders. I started watching the Islanders full-time. In the 0809 season. So I've watched some bad teams and I've watched some good teams. I definitely have to say the 0809 team was the worst. That was a horrible team. And they wound up getting the first overall draft pick and they drafted, you know, Tavares. But that 0809 team was completely just, oh my God, they were complete garbage. They were horrible. Like, holy cow, they were terrible. And I thought, like, Seeing, like, the highlights of the Islanders back in the, like, late 90s, I thought they were bad. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, these guys were just terrible. But I remember, I don't remember the other playoff series either, like, 0102, 0203, 0304, even though I have watched, you know, the 0102 series against Toronto. I watch online, and I also have, like, a, a DVD of a, the Sean Bates uh, penalty shot goal, which was awesome. But like I said, I've, you know, I've had some really good seasons as an Islands fan, like the 2012-2013 season, when that was like the, uh, what was it, the lockout season. They played only 48 games. And the 2014-15 season, that was the last year at the Coliseum, you know, quote-unquote, you know what I mean? And then 15-16 season, their first year at Barclays. And this season... I know it's all playoff seasons, but still, you know, it's got to be a crazy season. And it was. You know, out of all these teams, which one was the best one? Like, to be honest, if I had to answer that, I would say the 15, the 15, 16 season is the best one. I would say that, to be honest. You know, I know it kind of sounds like, oh, what about this season, though? I would say it's the second best. The third best would be the 14-15. And the fourth one would be the 12-13 season. <laughs> That's just me right there. But, um... You know, these guys... Grinded it out this season. They really did. God bless these guys. You know, and it hurts them... Hurts them more than hurts us fans. You know, they're not going out there to fuck around. They're going out there to win. That's just how it is. But like I keep on saying, it's good, like, you know, for these young, some of these young guys, I'm about to, I'm about to say all of them, but like some of these young guys get a taste of the playoffs and everything, get to feel it, feel the atmosphere, and just get to be a part of it. You know, it's something. But, um, 
we'll see what happens in the offseason. Let's hope we uh, do what I said I hope they do, or what I would do. You know, re-sign Leonard, re-sign Nelson, re-sign Lee, re-sign Kunako and go after Panarin and do the whole thing with Otto and Tanner Fritz. And personally, I know a lot of people might get mad at me for saying this, but if there's no spot for Hosang, then you got to trade him. Unless the Islanders decide not to sign Kunako and they do this, you can have Komarov at left wing on the third line, and you can have another battle on the third line where it's like MDC and Josh Hosang battle for that third line spot. So that would make a lot more sense too. That would be another good battle. You could see two battles on the third line. We already know Komarov would get his third line spot, but then you would have at center, who would be your center, Fritz or Otto? Or Otto K. And who would be the right wing? Would it be Hosang? Would it be MDC? That would be something. And it's not like a temporary, like, you know, guy. Be like, no, that's your guy for the season. Unless someone gets hurt, then there you go. You just imagine that. Yeah, some good competition in the preseason. That's what I like to see. Oh, man, but what a season. You know, what a team, what a ride. I just really hope next season, if we do make the playoffs, and I believe I believe we will make the playoffs next season because we're going to get better. Especially if we, you know, re-sign people that I said we have to. Especially going after that free agent, like I said, going after Panarin. And if we do all that, we will make the playoffs. Just the question is, how far will we go? And for that, I don't have an answer. But what a year. I want to say thank you to the Islanders for an amazing season, for an amazing ride. I love this team. I will always bleed blue and orange. I will never stop loving this team. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are the best. I'll see you soon.